It's the lowdown on Sports 1440. We don't burn our draft cards down on Twang Tuesday. You know, I forgot the song started like that. Now, back in the day when that song was out, marijuana was was completely illegal. And I think LSD still is. Uh, can you confirm that, Declan? I think it is. Yeah, I'm going to say it definitely is. Yeah. But I'm like 99.9%. Don't quote me on that. Be no, a shadow of a doubt. There's just no damn way that's yeah. legal. I don't know. Joe Rogan might have legalized it with, with all his influence, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still illegal. Yeah, it's... Um, the one thing, I'm just going to say this now, and I'm going to get off of it because it's not really my area of expertise. But if people are going to use it anyway, in terms of marijuana, taxing it um, just seems to me to make sense. Help everybody out. If you're going to tax my my crown royal, then tax everything. They used to call it a sin tax, S-I-N tax. Like, you know, I mean, that's sort of... It really just sounds like you're an undercover CRA agent. Well, it's just passing judgment on people. No, you just... You know, yeah, well, it's I mean, a sin tax. Well, 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 you know, maybe you, you know... You just want everything taxed. It's all uh, going into your pocket. <laughs> no. No, I, I'm not that guy. Okay, when are we doing uh, trade or uh, you know uh, rumors? When are we doing that? Rumors can be right now. Okay, let's do rumors now let's because I've got a lot of stuff I want to talk about, and some stuff has just kind of landed in my lap. Uh, you may or may not know this, but Mark Pesic, former Edmonton Oil King, out longer term, according to the Pittsburgh Penguins, um, he's been there in Pittsburgh in a, on a PTO, attempting an NHL comeback. Uh, the exact nature of his injury is not disclosed. Um, it's tough for him because. Very well thought of. Has had an NHL career of note. He, he's played up and back, forward and defense. But this would, you know, he was on his way to a contract and now he's not. So that's that's tough. Rangers are being hit hard. Uh, our Temi Panarin uh, did not practice today. Lower body injury, day to day. Philip Chatil left today's practice with an upper body injury. Those are always fun. Couple of things I want to talk about in regard to the Edmonton Oilers. First one is the Russians. The, the, there's there's four guys over there playing in Russia. One is no longer Oilers property. Ilya Konovalov. He's played five games during the Rus- Russian regular season in the KHL and has a nine forty five save percentage. They signed him. The Oilers did. He played twenty one twenty two in Bakersfield and then he was gone. And he's undersized, but I think he's going to sign with an NHL team. Ala Matej Blamel, or Blummel, who is with the Dallas Stars. I think he's got talent. I think the Oilers should not have let him go. It's one of those things that we'll talk about for years and years. Why? Because I keep bringing it up. Nikita Yevseyev, who is 19 years old and playing in the KHL, has a goal and an assist in nine games. And he's plus one at even strength. I could look it up, but I don't want to. When you go to the KHL site on my on my computer, it says, No, verboten, untrustworthy. Some computers, it does. That too. But you can look it up, uh, Nikita Yevseyev, who's 19 years old and played in the KHL last year. He's kind of a tough guy. I think that he's certainly NHL quality in terms of a prospect. But I don't know if he'll sign with the Oilers because they have tough times with the Russian kids. Maxim Bereskin is a really good power forward type. He's got a goal in three points in ten games so far. A little lower than he was doing a year ago. He's um, 
He'll turn 22 in October. But he's also, I think he's one of the best prospects they have. And this is unusual. Maxim Denishkin finally playing in the KHL like a lot. Eight games so far, two points, a goal, and an assist. That's a guy who is kind of a two-way type checker, penalty killer, and he has not progressed since his draft day, which was some time ago. But maybe, you never know, and one can always hope. I'm always amazed at how much love Anton Lander. Whenever I mention Anton Lander, there's like 700 people. Oh, yeah, Anton Lander. Popular guy. Cowboy fans, them's fighting words. Oh, I Look, the Cowboys have a wonderful, wonderful history, but that's what it is, history. It's it's in the it's in the rear viewer. It's 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 gone. You know that little sign that says objects may be closer than they appear when you're in the rearview mirror? For the Cowboys, it doesn't say that. The pants and gloves are what makes those uniform. Love the look. It's 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 a paying homage to the Edmonton Mercury's. Fifty one, fifty two, somewhere in there. Two two and one teams ahead of the Eagles. What a joke. Well, that's okay. It, it, everybody's focused on Jalen Hurts. Um, percentages, completion percentages and the yards involved. Every year is different, and he's winning football games. He's winning with his legs a lot. And um, DeAndre Smith is just, like, is how many running backs are better than him right now in the NFL? Like, how many are there? Five? Yeah, like the ones that you could say with absolute certainness. Yeah, maybe like five or six. I would say without a question, without a shadow of a doubt. Then it becomes a then it becomes a debate. Yeah. Did you say certainness? I think I said certainty, but I was thinking quickly, so I might have said certainness. Yeah, certainty would have been the way to go. I thought I said certainty, but you well, know, like I, I said my brain's a beehive; they're all firing. Sometimes well, I get I, lost. you know, I shouldn't be picking at you anyway. Not this early in the show. Daniel Day Lewis and there will be blood. Thinks Mike Babcock is soft. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. He's tough, man. He's a tough man. That's a great show. It's a scary show. Like if if you've ever known somebody, you know, as a young person, uh, and I did, uh, if you've ever known an adult who had a really bad temper, that movie can be triggering, and that's not to be joked about. Um, I'm honestly surprised how many folks are upset. There's no alumni game. Have they ever seen one? I know it's nostalgia, but. Head to your local rink, watch some beer league game. Also, the players they want to see are in their 60s and most likely are happy to pass. I don't know. I, I think I think Mark Messier could draw a crowd, and he was born in, like, 1960. I would go watch Mark Messier play, and that's 40. He's 63, somewhere in there. Now, Mark Messier may not want to play. The Cowboys are the Leafs of the NFL. No, they've won since 67, so you can't say about them. Jerseys are gorgeous. Gloves and pants, no bueno. They need to be much darker tan. Well, it's homage to the Mercury's of 50-something or other. I think it's 51-52. You can't go making me emotional with a song like that. My late father would have loved immediately after I sent a disgruntled... Jersey text. Okie from Muskogee. I remember when it came out. Um, and people were like, there was a contra, it was a contra, I think it might have been banned. Back then they banned everything. Uh, American Woman got banned. The Guess Who song in the southern states banned it. No good. Communism. Share the Land also got uh, banned. Communism. 
Guess who, man? That Winnipeg band, they were all about the communism. Uh, one day I will tell you how much anger was thrown around at my house over hair. My brother had long hair, and you would have thought he came home every night and shot up the house. It was a weird time. In in some ways, it's similar to the time now, only I think the stakes are much higher. It's not about hair anymore. Nylander moved to center because the Leafs are uh, negotiating with Pat Kane. Believe it? No. I think it's early for Pat Kane. Kane's, I heard Buffalo. But, I mean, everybody's going to Toronto, so let's just follow that lead. You guys want to join an Oilers Discord? What is an Oilers Discord, sir? So Discord is like, it's it's like an app or a website that people use as a form of communication. Like it's, it's a, like uh, a... It would be like a boards? Or like a, yeah, exactly. It's like okay. a messaging board. It's okay. like a messaging board. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you for getting me with that because I was about to be lost again. So, But yes, it is like a messaging board. That's the forum. Back in the day, you'd get on the forum and whatever, you know. Oh, no, I was a yes. moderator at HF Boards. I banned people and, and there you go. Louise was the best moderator. I'm sure they would make you a moderator on the Oilers Discord immediately. Tanya says, Mark will be 63 in January. I'd watch an alumni game if he played. I'd watch if he was the only one to show up. I have Sam probably in that in that group. LT, is the assumption then that the Oilers will sign Gagne? Can he go to Bakersfield on a PTO? And yes, apparently, Broberg is the new nurse, Cody in Calgary. Yeah, it happened last year with Jason Demers. You may remember that. Demers signed a, I think it was like a 25-game PTO. And then he finally signed a contract, and he finally made it to the NHL for the one game he needed, I believe, for the pension. Low Tide, try being a Vikings fan right now. Hey, receivers, here's a hint. Hold on to the damn ball. This is not Kirk Cousins' fault. Tomato soup. That's a good nick. Tomato. I love tomato soup. Oh, I love tomato soup. Do you like tomato soup? I'm not huge on it. I'd rather have chicken noodle or clam chowder, but it's you know it's it's okay. Well, clam chowder is a different kind of. It's like a meal. Yeah, clam chowder is like that's the go-to. A clam chowder. I feel like when you have clam chowder, you don't really have. Maybe you have a stick of bread or something, but. You know, soup you could have, like tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwich. Now, that is really good. Yeah, it's a classic meal. It totally it's is. A classic meal. And I get where he's coming from, too, with, uh, listen, Kirk's not the best quarterback in the world, but he, I mean, he, like Justin Jefferson, obviously dynamic, but there are situations where his receivers get hands on the ball and let it slip through. Yeah. Red, Low big tide, red zone in. Yeah. Low Tide, Metsy and Gretzky were born in 61, same year as me. LOL, Brian S. There you go. A lot of good people were born in 1961. You can't... Oh, I already read that. I do that from time to time, and sometimes I don't recognize it. And that's one way you can catch me. I'll read something. Three minutes will go by. I'll read it again, and my producer will go, psst, psst. Can you do that? Psst, psst. Okay. We don't need to have a conversation this way. Uh, what kind of funny noises can you make? What what kind of goofy things does oh, your man. body do that we can make fun of? Like I can't do I can't do like the police academy that guy from police academy sound noises, but like a no. whoop whoop. <laughs> like I can do that. I don't know how funny that is. I, mean, I think I'm getting laughed at more than laughed it's, with. But. It's pretty funny. I can make my ears go back. Like I can. Uh, oh, that's it, it's, it's a terrible radio trick because nobody can see it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you just you, put your ear real close to the microphone. You, oh. Can you yodel or anything? Like what? What do you Yodely-hoo. do? 
Do you have a like a trick knee? No, I can't. No, I've told we. I think we've talked about this a little. I'm pretty ordinary. I'm pretty unoriginal. Well, we stuff. know that, but we're looking for some freakish thing we can mock you about. No, nothing. And I'll stop yodeling into the microphone. I'm sure people. It hate wasn't that. really a yodel. Just so you know, it was pretty good. Mm. Um, I think Buffalo is an absolute ideal spot for Kane. Tons of high skill to play with, and his presence could be what kind of punishes them into pushes them into contention. And you know, I mean, you get a chance to. Make nice with the uh, cab drivers of the city. Try being a Broncos fan. It's tough, I gotta say. Sean, Sean, I, my heart goes out to you. I don't even have words for you because I, I have cheered for bad teams. Like bad, 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 bad teams. Like bad teams. The 75 Expos were 55 and 107. Duke. Schneider and Dave Van Horn used to come on before the ball game and apologize. Well, fans, it's going to be another tough afternoon, but there's some good things happening down on the farm in Denver. And then they talk about the Denver team, which you were not about to watch. And then Woody Fryman would pitch seven innings. He'd be down 3-1 when he left, and then 11 runs would be scored when John Strohmeyer came in. Not that I remember it. LT, think the tan brown pants and gloves are because back in the day, pants and gloves were made of leather color and it was very rare, staying legit time period maybe. I, I think it is. I just want to look this up. Where is it here? Um, this is from McCurdy, I believe, or Oilers Nation, one of the two. It's the Heritage Classic brown pants and gloves, very old school, honors the 52 Edmonton Mercuries. I think that a lot of that uniform likes, looks like that. Because of that. Safeway's Tuscan tomato soup is probably the best tomato soup. It's unreal. Devtron. There used to be a restaurant in town called Cafe Select. And they made such good food. And their tomato soup, I would, we would go on Friday night. And the great thing about Cafe Select was we used to call it Cafe Neglect because you could go there and they would, it's not like they forgot about you, but they understood that you wanted to have a a meal that that took time and you were going to talk and drink your wine and have soup and maybe even like a salad and then your main course and then dessert. And it was going to take like it's four hours. It's like a Springsteen concert. And they were, it was a blessing. More restaurants, I know they're just, you know, it's like rawhide, you know, run them in, cook them up, get them out, rawhide. That that restaurant was not like that. I miss it and I loved it. Actually, could you text me? I would like to know. 1-833-401-1440. 1-833-401-1440. What restaurant has such a, 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 a great pace that you, I mean, you it, you wouldn't go on a game night because you know you'd miss all three periods. And it's also good food. Do you have any recommendations? Coliseum Steak and Pizza. That's very good place. Col- yeah. Very good place. Love that place. I go there. I still go there for like family birthdays and stuff sometimes. Love I used it to there. go there back in the 80s and yes. try to stump the bartender. I never did. Always knew what I was, what I wanted or, you know, or at least he lied and told me that. They were on to you. Yeah, maybe. Yep. I'm uh, I'm being reminded of somebody. I remind somebody of somebody. I just want to look it up before I say it out loud because maybe it's, you know. 
Oh, he's passed away. I did not know this about Stuart McLean. Interesting guy from Montreal. I will read about him. This individual says your your story. You remind me of storyteller Stuart McLean. Tomato soup with bacon bits and Italian seasoning is top drawer all the way. I believe I've had that, and I believe I agree with you. Gents, these Heritage Classic jerseys look like absolute trash. Only reason people say they like them is because they have no other choice. Well, I have a choice. I, I do not care. I am not. There's nothing that the Edmonton Oilers hold over me. I don't have anything. I don't owe them for anything. Although I did buy the Plus last night. It cost me $8, and I have no issue with that at all. I know a lot of people are mad about it, but the Edmonton Oilers are a business. They run like a business, and I write for The Athletic, and I want people to subscribe, and so I put my money where my mouth is, or vice versa. I put my mouth where I'm hoping the money is, and so the Edmonton Oilers are too. They're saying our product is good enough to charge, and I don't. I know people get mad about that, and I saw a season ticket holder since 72. He's a senior talking about you know, that it's unfair. And I get it. I almost reached out to him and said, I will buy your subscription for you. But I didn't because I'm a coward. But I get that guy saying it. But for somebody like you, Declan, pay your damn money. You know, what do you expect? What free do you like? You you know, what do you give away for free? Don't say it. Advice, opinions. I guess that's not really for free, but that's what I give away. Guys, I thought this was sports talk radio. Horrible to listen to. Where did we go wrong? Maybe it must have been the tomato soup. What's wrong with tomato soup? I asked you, ask our to ask the texter, ask our friend. Do you guys believe the Detroit Lions are for real? I do. What about you? I mean, the real to what extent? Like, do I think they can win a Super Bowl? No. But the the Lions have been such a dumpster fire that do I think they can finish with a winning record, get into the playoffs, and have a competitive game? Yes. Uh, but there are different degrees of real. Super Bowl contender? No. Much much improved? Yes. I think that's all fair. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you grade it on a scale, and, and the Lions scale is not Super Bowl right now. Right. And if the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, it's not a huge disappointment, but it'll be like, okay, well, we won a Super Bowl, then we're in a Super Bowl, and now we're, you know, trying yeah. to get back there. And this was a disappointing year, even though maybe they get to the NFC title game. If they don't win a Super Bowl, I don't know if you call the season a disappointment, but it's definitely disappointing than more disappointing than 29 or 30 other teams in the league. I'll say that. Okay, well, that's a very interesting... I don't know that I agree with that, but I'll mull, I'll ponder, and... Uh, the roster is constructed to win. They were just there. I'm not saying it's a disappointment. Yeah, but they've got... the, the Who's their, who's their uh, player who's going to be a defensive rookie of the year? Jalen Carter. Yeah, yeah, Georgia. yeah. He, he is incredible. Oh. He's going to be number one for... So long in the mock drafts and slipped to number nine. Yeah, He's I wonder incredible. if we could just make a list of teams that passed on him. He had some. He had some off the field issues, so okay. that plays into every it, year. Guys have off the field issues, but talent wise, he was the most talented no. player in the draft last year. He's incredible. That's what I'm talking about. They added him to to an already tremendously stacked defensive line. Well, so there there is a window. There is a window. All right, good job. There's a window coming up. We'll talk about doors. We'll also talk to Nat, Daniel Nugent Bowman about the Edmonton Oilers and about his Vincent DeHarnay interview, which is up now at The Athletic, and what he thinks will happen to the Edmonton Oilers roster before opening night. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440 with Reba McIntyre. That was a song by Vicki Lawrence in about 1973 that was on the radio for, like, I think an entire year. 
One of those story songs they used to do back in the day. We do have Daniel Nugent Bowman uh, coming up in about six minutes, right? Yes, yes, about five, six minutes here. Daniel is so valuable, we work around his schedule. So that's what's happening there. Seeing the Cowboys lose is as good as seeing the Flames and Leafs lose. Well, I've always maintained that hate watching a team is is almost as much fun as, um, you know, watching your team win. Why do we always think boys on the bus era for alumni gang? Give me Wade Hemsky, Garen Sallow. I know a lot of guys who would love to see Hemsky back here playing, you know, in an alumni game. Hemsky was loved. You know, the old guys, I guess I'm an old guy. I really liked Hemsky, but the younger set loved Hemsky. Big time love for Alex Hemsky. I wrote an article um, a couple of years ago saying, Will Xavier Bargo be the best forward pick out of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League in Oilers history? And I got hammered by people. What about Alex? I, I, in the article, I wrote about Alex Shamsky, but people were still mad. Lobster Bisque for the win. Great episode. Guy, what is Yoda's last name? Laihu, in honor of Declan's yodeling attempt. Tomato soup. Yeah, I got to say, it was an attempt. Fife and Nickel has the best clam chowder in, in Edmonton from D.C. Very good food there. Love Fife. Love Fife. Panini's Italian. Amazing from Shanzi. Vicky's Bistro from Jim. Why has nobody mentioned that the 52 team went to the Olympics and won? Definitely the coolest part. And that's why they decided to honor them with those jerseys from Dino. I assume that's all known by people, right? There was a time, and I don't think it's still there, but what the heck was the name of that dealership that had all the all the memorabilia? I used to do remotes there, and a bunch of the guys would come down from that team on Saturdays. Those were the days. When I used to do remotes on Saturdays, they would make hamburgers and hot dogs, and they the, the dealership would feed all the local baseball teams. They didn't want to, but they did. I don't believe the Lions are made of uh, a team. They're for sure a real team. They exist. Well, but you know, Declan just makes stuff up as he goes along. So, have you ever seen him in person? So I'm, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> really? No, that was weak. That was a weak one. I can do better than that. How'd Tide get Oilers Plus for eight bucks? It's eight bucks a month, isn't it? I just did the month. I won't. So I, I have no. I have no. I have zero amount of of. Uh, uh, problem with paying my eight dollars for the for the Otis Plus. I did it happily, uh, and maybe I'll do it again in June or whenever when they have draft stuff. But I I'm too I don't mean no disrespect, but I'm too busy doing other things. You know, I watch hockey. Um, I I watch Murder She Wrote. Um, I'm very busy. What's your favorite TV show? Ever? No, like on now. That you oh. go when you go home and you watch, and let's say you're yeah. either alone or with your friends. Probably, I mean, I just finished Succession, but that would have been it currently, right now. Maybe Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, that's a good one. I like uh, watching that one during fall. Watch only murders in the building. Yes, yes, you I will. Have I to will. watch that. Okay, okay. I'll I am just ab- I. In fact, I sometimes dream. The last time I dreamt about it being in a TV show, and I do that, which is so weird, was Elementary. <laughs> 
And I, I loved the house in elementary. And, and I, I reached a point in my dreaming about elementary, which I did over many, many nights, over many, many months, where I actually owned the Brownstone building. I mean, my dream life was far more interesting and lucrative and rich than my actual life. That's most of them, though. That's most dream lives. I mean, come on. Maybe I, not yours. You might be one of the few where it's not. Though. I got a brownstone and in my dream, and I'm like, don't wake me up. I just want to keep sleeping. You know? What are you going to do? What other kinds of soup do you like low tide? Why do you think my Patriots will do? What do you think my Patriots will do with the first overall pick? Trade down in typical Bill fashion? No. He'll get a guy. He'll get a quarterback. And are they going to pick first? They will not be. They will not have the first overall pick. But the first overall pick will be Caleb Williams. Someone will get him. Probably Chicago. The Purple Victorian Building in St. Albert. Well, there's some specifics. I think the issue is that they're hiding behind a paywall other teams are doing for free. Sure, I get that. But that's, that is your choice to not, like, they've made a choice. Now you make a choice. And, you know, I mean, I have no idea how many people have subscribed. I paid for one month. Don't listen to the haters. Great show as always. Whiplash is the word of the day. Reader Jesse coming in some hot takes about why the Eagles got the player. I, I, I understand. I know that. But it's it's um, it's done now. It's over. Not true also. I just may add there's a little bit more to that story. Maybe we'll get into it a, uh, another time. But So you want to chime in on that, do you? Well, the, the text came in saying that he, he fell for manslaughter. That's not what happened. It wasn't. He was street racing. And the person he was street racing against, she was a University of Georgia staff member. Her, her, her blood alcohol content was far above the legal limit. She crashed. She crashed on her own volition. He wasn't involved in the crash. He was just cited for reckless driving, but she yeah. unfortunately did pass away, of course. So, right. Yeah. A little so, different. Again, little different. bringing facts to the conversation, Declan. I, we've well, talked like, about this before. I speak when spoken to unless I need to, to speak up. Send another letter to HR. Uh, we are now joined by Daniel Nugent Bullman from The Athletic. First of all, congratulations on a terrific interview with Vincent DeHarnay. A lot of great information. He's a very insightful guy. Yeah, I, thank you, Al. Um, yeah, he's one of my favorite guys to talk to because, um, you know, he's somebody that has taken a long time to get to this, this path, that, or get to this point, rather, uh, of playing for the Oilers and being in the NHL, um, you know, four years at college, um, lots of time in the minors, including in the ECHL, and, and he doesn't you know, take himself too seriously. I think he really appreciates um, where he's where he is now and how far he's come. And he's just he's just uh, generally a delight to talk to. And I, I think that I hope that came across in the interview. I think there's a lot of good stuff, including at the very end. Uh, what I was just kind of joking around with him uh, about having some hair on his head now, and and he, he uh, is doing that for a good cause. So um, I think he's just a really uh, really thoughtful. Uh, young man and, and somebody I, who I enjoy talking to every day that I get a chance to. Yeah, and I, I think that, that one of the things that was pretty clear to me is that, that uh, this is a guy who, you know, uh, I'd love to know how far back the Oilers tracked him. I think it might have been the BCHL. I don't know that. But, you know, he's a he's a giant guy, uh, and I had a scouting a scout 
say to me, I asked him, why is DeHarnay effective? And he said, because it's, it's one and a half strides to get by him to his, to his one. And most players can't do it if his positioning's strong. And he's, he's a brute. Like he's, he's physically in, in today's era, he is one of the toughest son of guns you're ever going to face there. He just doesn't have any fear and he's so big. Uh, and, and he, like, in, in, in the, in the Vegas series and even in the LA series, they were getting pretty mad at him on the LA side. Oh, for sure. And, and I mean, uh, he, to your point, Alec, he's got an incredibly wide, long wingspan, um, given his size. And, and he uses it pretty effectively. I, you know, I saw that a couple times, even in the preseason game the other night that he played in on Sunday uh, against the Winnipeg Jets. Um, and the thing about DeCarnay is, I mean, he's a decent enough skater. I mean, he's, he's not Connor McDavid or, or even Darnell Nurse, for that matter. Uh, but he gets around the ice pretty well. Um, and his puck skills aren't too bad. I mean, you, everyone can always improve on, on those two things. Um, but he gets along or gets around, you know, very, you know, fine, and gets around the ice or gets the puck around very well uh, for for you know for his size. Um, I, I think with with DeHarnay, the good thing about him is um, he knows who he is, and he said that pretty clearly in the interview. He, like he's 27 years old. He knows what he brings. Um, he's a de- big defensive defenseman. And so you're not going to um, – and he's not going to try things um, that he's not comfortable with. And, and so, um, yeah, there's the, the ceiling is, is pretty low. Like, let's be real here. He's 27. He's, he's probably not going to improve too much. Uh, and he's not trying to uh, improve on the things that he knows he's, he's not um, – that aren't in his wheelhouse. So um, I, I think they've got – you know, a good number six, seven defenseman. Uh, he wants to be a number six. He made that very clear or, or higher, but he wants to be playing every day. Like he's, he's uh, at this camp to, uh, to earn a job and to earn minutes. Um, and so, um, you know, uh, moving in Philip Broberg, as we talked in, in about last week, I think it's an organizational priority, but the door's not going to be open for Vince, uh, by Vincent DeHarnay willingly, um, even though they are such good friends. So, and it's interesting because coming into camp, Broberg is a guy that they, you know, they're looking at in a couple of different ways. Uh, and I, like the way I see, um, I always figure, you know, what would the general manager look at for next year? And the the odd man out might end up being Cody Cece because of salary uh, and cap room. But Broberg has a lot to prove. And, and based on what I'm hearing, maybe he proves it on the right side with Ekholm. Any thoughts on, on how you think this might work out? Or is it just a matter of, of finding out where Broberg is and to see if he can break into that lineup on the left or the right side? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear to me that they've got two defense pairs set now. And that is uh, Darnell Nurse with with Evan Bouchard, which, um, you know, they have a bit of history together. And I think they're comfortable enough with Evan Bouchard um, after the way he played down the stretch in the playoffs that, you know, he's a number, like a a top four defenseman unquestionably on his own um, for any thought of, of you know, and, and Matthias Ekholm did a great job um, entering him and, and, you know, helping him a bit. But that's that's over. If, if he and Ekholm are going to be a pair again, you know, Bouchard is doing it on his own. Um, and and that, that's kind of what they think now with Nurse. Like those, you know, Darnell Nurse is, has a uh, he has a good all-around game. He's, a, you know, can produce at five-on-five five offensively. But his job is to play tough minutes against uh, tough uh, opponents mm-hmm. and uh, Evan Bouchard can now do that uh, and that's what they're thinking there uh, then they have a veteran pair of Cody Cece and um, 
and Brett Kulak, who I think is going to be their third player, but not, you know, in the same type of third pair minutes that, uh, you know, you'd expect from a younger pair or, uh, you know, they're, they're still going to get some, uh, you know, more sheltered minutes, I would think. But, uh, you know, I think they're going to play more. I, th- I think this decor is going to look a lot more like Vegas's, where you have three solid pairs. Now, in saying that, uh, and to work that in, um, Matthias Ekholm is going to move on to his next, we'll say project for lack of a better word, and that's helping mentor a, 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 another uh, player with less uh, less experience along, and that's probably going to be um, uh, Philip Broberg. But again, I, I don't think Vincent Deharnay is just going to let Broberg <laughs> walk right in and steal steal his job because basically, uh, as, as Deharnay pointed out in, in the interview, uh, he took. Uh, Broberg's job from him uh, in the new year last year. So um, again, I think I think Broberg is an organizational priority because here's this guy who's 22 years old, his first round pick in 2019. Uh, he's going into his fifth year uh, post draft and um, last year of his entry level contract. So that's you know to your point, Al. I mean, you can always upgrade. You know, whether it's CC or or, or even Kulak, but. I think they're known commodities. It would be more so, I, I think, about them uh, wanting to upgrade that, uh, their positions in terms of the salary cap and, and, you know, trying to find somebody a little bit better for the money they make or, or make, making a little bit less and then upgrade the team somewhere else. Uh, but, you know, if, if Broberg and or Deharnay are going to play, you know, tougher minutes, they have to make sure that those guys are ready to handle the load, uh, you know, late in the season and, and obviously into the playoffs or else they're going to have to probably find someone else. Um, and so they need to figure that out during this year. And I think that's that's the biggest question mark or one of the biggest question marks around this team, uh, not only in camp, but we'll see as we progress into the uh, regular season as well. Daniel Nugent-Bowman from The Athletic, our guest on Sports 1440 in the Lowdown with Low Tide. Okay, final spot. Sutter, Peterson, Lavoie, Ernie, anybody I missed? And do you do you have a thought about who makes it and who, who maybe gets sent down? Or is it just too much up in the air? I'd say it's a little too much up in the air right now. But to me, there's no question that uh, Brandon Sutter, um, if all things being equal... Uh, has a leg up, and that has been made clear by Ken Holland. It's been even made clear by Jay Woodcroft, who I don't think tips his hand too often in media scrums. And he said the other day that you know they would really like a center uh, in that spot. And, and you know Ken Holland said in his opening press conference that uh, uh, you know if Brendan Sutter can play anything like he did before, you know he started suffering from from long COVID, uh, that he'd be exactly what they need. So. Um, I'd say there was certainly, and, and to be fair to Brandon Sutter, there was uh, naturally some rust um, in his uh, preseason debut on Sunday night. Uh, naturally, there would be having not played in, in, in closing in on two and a half years. Um, but he's got some time here to, to get that rounded out. Now, I did like Raphael Lavoie's game uh, the other night, uh, last night, I guess it was in Winnipeg. Tough to really evaluate him when that lineup was not close to NHL caliber, although certainly Winnipeg's uh, was, and, and that kind of show, shows that obviously he did pretty well against an NHL caliber opponent. But the, the issue, again, for Lavoie is obviously he's not a center. So if he's going to make this team, especially with 12 forwards, um, Derek Ryan's probably going to have to go play in the middle, um, or they're going to have to waive someone else, uh, or you could, you know, you could demote... Uh, 
waiver uh, waiver exempt uh, Dylan Holloway to the minors. I don't see that happening, but that's another option. Um, so, you know, I, I think Raphael Lavoie is up against it. He's going to really have to show well here at camp. Adam Murdy, I, I really don't see it as somebody like it could be proven wrong, but I don't see as somebody really in the picture. And I and I think Lane Peterson is 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 really you know he's a signed guy. He's signed for two years. Um, at worst, he's the number one center in Bakersfield. Uh, I see him as being. Uh, someone that can replace Brandon Sutter if Brandon Sutter just just can't do it over the next couple of weeks. So I'd say advantage Brandon Sutter, and um, we'll see what kind of what kind of shakes out over the next couple of weeks. Also wanted to ask you, we had a lot of people asking me to ask you about Connor Brown and uh, I, when he plays. I think probably tomorrow night on the McDavid line. But your thoughts on on when Brown and say McDavid or Drysaddle two play. I would think we get a pretty NHL caliber lineup tomorrow. Um, I would be stunned if Connor McDavid doesn't play tomorrow. I'd be surprised if Connor DeBrown didn't, didn't play tomorrow. I mean, he's been cleared, um, and uh, by all signs that I've seen in practice, seems ready to go. Um, I, as you know, the, the organizational edict was that they, did, they didn't want to play him in back-to-back games. Well, really no one's playing it back-to-back preseason games, especially early anyway. Uh, obviously, there were a couple of uh, outliers last night to, to that, but those are all young players and guys fighting for jobs. So Connor Brown obviously has a spot on his team locked up. Um, so, yeah, I could see um, I could see all of those guys really playing. I think home games in the preseason are, are typically when you have your your more, um, you know, veteran lineup so that the, you know, stars and, and, and whatnot don't have to travel as much. You know, you, there are... Uh, um, quotas that you have to fill uh, in preseason games. It's eight veterans, uh, but the standards on that are very low. Uh, it's 100 NHL games or 30 the previous year. So, um, yeah, I, I would think all those guys are going to get in uh, probably tomorrow. And if not, then they'll, they'll be in pretty soon thereafter. Final one. I don't know if you've seen them or not. What do you think about the Oilers classic, Heritage Classic jerseys? I got a story coming up in a matter of moments on that. I, I like them, you know. Um, I, 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 I like uh, paying homage to, to uh, uh, you know, to past teams. And, and, you know, the 52 Mercuries are obviously a team that got a lot of um, – uh, notoriety, especially uh, in 2002, uh, when you know the men's team won gold at the Olympics, and and uh, uh, it had been 50 years uh, since the Mercury's had won, so there was a nice little uh, tie-in there. Um, you know, there are a couple of things I w- maybe would have tried differently, uh, just. Uh, flipping the colors, you know, having the orange be the base to, and, the, and the blue shoulders that more closely match the Mercury's. Although I do get why they didn't do that because they wore orange, you know, last time they were outside in Winnipeg a few years ago. So, um, but overall, I, I, I like I like the jerseys. I like that they tried something different because the, the previous two times they played in Heritage Classics, they, they were pretty safe yeah. uh, and didn't change much in the jerseys. So, uh, you know, I like them. It's It's a little bit different. Uh, it's fun, and there's some uh, paying respect to the past as well, uh, which is a nice touch for the organization. Daniel, thank you. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Talk soon, Alan. All right. Daniel Newton, moment every Tuesday at one thirty. Unless it, we're going to move him around because he's a busy man and he writes a lot of stuff and he's covering events and covering the orders. So we want to give him as much leeway as we can, but we also want to have him on weekly, and it will be Tuesday. And we will be, uh, well, you'll be doing all the work. I'll just sit here and wait for the next guy up. Right now, though, we're going to take a break. We have more of your texts coming in. Some things about Daniel, things about the orders, things about the Jays. It's all next. This is Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. Jolene, Alan Mitchell, 
Declan Kruger. And I'm talking over Dolly Parton. I should be stoned to death for doing that, but I, you know. I was going to say, pretty yeah. bold of you to go while Dolly's on. Man. Not many would so do So good. And she's such a great person. Even as talented as she is as a songwriter and an artist and a singer, as a human being, it's just, you know, everybody should try to be like Dolly Parton. That's your goal for the day. Be more like Dolly. Be more like Dolly. Right. What That's would Dolly do? That'll drive people nuts. <laughs> That's a good, ask yourself, what would <laughs> Dolly do? People are going to get all mad at low tide over that one. What are you saying? Um, this is Sports Talk Radio Station. <laughs> you got to pack a lunch to get by him. One of the favorite quotes of all time. I can't imagine the effort not to say that again just now. I, I said it a few times. Um, I like that saying. I, I will say that. It's like house with the side of the road. If you use it too much, it loses all meaning. See, Tide, I thought you might like only murders in the building. Good show, isn't it? Shanked one. It's so good. I love it. People are so funny. They don't realize that in two years from now, all 32 teams will have it behind a paywall. They're using Edmonton as a test market because we're schmucks who will take it. We'll support regardless. I don't see I like I I will purchase that when I need it and if it's really valuable when I do test it out I love the draft stuff I did see quite a bit of the draft stuff and I loved it and I probably will do that again but I don't need it all the time and honestly I would probably do it just as a courtesy but I'm I'm quite busy and self-important um Hemsky and Tommy Sallow are iconic to me no one talks about Sallow to me is more iconic than Cujo was it's all the era, man. It just is. Waterloo Ford, LT, from Kerry D. Yes, Waterloo Ford. I used to do remotes there. They used to, they'd, they'd barbecue burgers the whole damn time, and people would come from mile around with their little minivans full of baseball players, and they'd eat them. Well, not the people, but the food. Purple Building Riverbank Bistro, great food. We cannot get the name of this place. We've just got a purple building somewhere. I was wondering if we could please pay someone to a, a, some attention to Taylor Swift and the Travis Kelsey thing, a relationship destined to be a success and show other power couples just how to navigate through the labyrinth of life and rigors of a committed relationship. Well, I hope so. I mean, I, I don't have any. He's the wrong Kelsey. The other guy's playing for Philadelphia, but he seems like a nice enough fellow. And I, I don't, I don't know anything about Taylor Swift except that every time I hear one of her songs, they're, they're, it's cool. Uh, and it's, it's usually fun, although there's some that are, you know, heartbreaking, but she's talented. And I think that's the kind of person that you want to hear on your radio as opposed to somebody who's not talented. But we still want you to listen to us. I was going to say present company excluded, of course. <laughs> uh, Low Tide, do you think we'll get a pregame show for all those games or will we get 50 best players for the last six hours? There'll be pregame shows, but Edmonton is not a market that is big enough to get what Toronto gets. And that's a fact. It just is. We don't have the kind of cachet, and so you end up getting less. That's. I mean, I wish the world were not like that, but it is. I'll never forget Salah getting pegged in the head with a puck and the puck trickling into only to have it again of the world's dude was never the same. It was tough. I mean, I don't, you know... I, I, gold, who, who lets their mamas don't let your babies grow up to be goalies? That should be the song. What in the hell? 
What is what is the Tony Esposito used to throw up between periods, and I think he's the only rational goalie in history. That is a tough gig, man. LT, love your stories. Keep them coming from Gord Mack. Well, that's all I really have. That and uh, mocking my friend over here. Maybe I should, you know, if I ever give up radio, I would just, I'll sit on a street corner, on a stool at a street corner, and I'll just charge for stories. I'll just t- I'll tell you a story, five bucks. That for you, that could be pretty lucrative, honestly. I just tell stories until I was done, and then I go home. And people would seek you out, and they would pay the price. I don't know if that's true. I would. Oh, I've got a garage sale coming up on the weekend. I will talk Ooh. about that. I've got another garage sale. Oh, Riverbank Bistro. Thank you. Oh, I know that place. I drive by it all the time. Crying out loud. Is that purple? I'm colorblind. When you say purple... It's kind of like a reddish burgundy. What are you, some kind of funny? Yeah, not that I'm an artist, but... Reddish burgundy? Where did that come from? That's Uh, what it looks like. That's what the Riverbank Bistro building looks like. I paint in pastels. Mm, Okay. I'm just saying, that came out of nowhere. Reddish burgundy. No, you were asking. You said, is that purple? And I thought it's kind of a reddish burgundy. Well, it's just that burgundy hadn't been mentioned on this show before. And when it was, it was Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, time and a place. I don't know. <laughs> was it was it the forbidden word or something? I don't know. <laughs> I won't uh, comment. I'll, I'll leave it. There's an ESPN analyst who says every year the toughest position in all of sports is NHL playoff goalie. Yeah, true. That's why Stuart Skinner will be better this, this coming year. Because he's been through hell and back. Because he's heard everybody say everything and played his heart out. And he's still got, you know. I don't remember other fans in the 80s being this hard on that team. And you're like, well, it was the Oilers fan of the 80s. Okay, this yeah, is a gonna, really good team. It's a little different when you're winning, though. When yeah, but this is a really good team. Years. When this team wins, you will be so damn excited, your mind will be blown. Yes, of course. But if that team in the 80s had been losing, I'm sure everyone would have been just as hard. They lost a lot. Steve Smith put the puck in the net. They lost. Now they won more. Are we getting pre and post on Fort Fort? I don't think we are. I don't think that's happening. We have lots of good things happening, though. I want you to know that. Enormous things. Major things. When does that start? October long weekend? Yeah, October 1st, I believe. So I don't think it's the long weekend. I think it's just October 1st. So right away here. Yeah, and that we're going to have, when is, but what do we do and what does it start and what is it? So it'll be Fox Sports Radio syndicated um, throughout the rest of the time that we're not on air. Right. And so it will be all sports all the time. And then it'll be very much like the, our previous uh, uh, incarnation. Yes, like the previous network. It'll it'll operate more or less the same way. And will it will it have glitches and things where there's dead air? Because I miss that if it doesn't happen. Well, I hope it doesn't, but for your sake... Maybe it will. Maybe you can reminisce about the good old days in that in that, uh, in that case. I will tell you that for many years when we're driving down the road, uh, if I hear dead air, I, I get uh, anxious and I start talking. <laughs> I do. I Because I know that some engineer is running towards something because it's not working anymore. And those poor guys and girls... Good day, gentlemen. LT, did you enjoy the summer off, or did you hang out missing us listeners the whole time? King of Fort, I had a great time. It was my hippie summer. I honestly, I I kind of miss it now, and I love what I'm doing. But I had such a good time that I I sort of miss that moment now. And I'm thinking of taking three months off next summer. I haven't told anybody. No, I'm teasing. 
I like this. It's a good gig. Okay. When I turned off my computer just now, it said there was an application error and then a bunch of numbers. Do I have some kind of worm? No, no, no. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Just put it back in your bag. You'll be okay. Are you sure? Yes, 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 yes. If no, I, not 100%. But if I'm, I got a worm on here, there's going to be trouble. <laughs> I'm pretty confident. Is it a worm okay. or is it a virus? No, you probably just you probably just turned off your computer with a with an, with an app app still open and uh, it had to force you it. You sound just like my son, the liar. <laughs> I'm, I'm your son, the truther. <laughs> I don't know why people don't spend more time with me. All right. Thanks so much. Jason Greger on the way. This has been maybe the last edition of the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440.